This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, October 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. King fights farm labor bill. House okays farm bill cut. Wheat groups demand trade shift. Nominees breeze. And Clovis, a huge fight. An effort to make it easier for farms to hire legal immigrant workers is having trouble getting off the ground in Congress. House Judiciary Chairman Bob Goodlett released a bill Monday to create a new H-2C guest worker program, but he later called off plans to debate the bill in his committee on Wednesday. The official explanation for the postponement is that the committee needs more time to work on the bill. But Representative Steve King, a Republican of Iowa, tells AgriPulse he has major objections to the measure and wanted to hash out his objections to the legislation with Goodlett in private. King said, I don't really want to turn this into a national debate. I think we need to have our dialogue so we can work these things out before the markup. We don't need lower wages. It's not clear what Goodlett could do to the bill that would win King over. King represents one of the nation's most productive agriculture districts with vast livestock and poultry sectors, but he has long rejected arguments by farmers and meatpackers that there is a shortage of legal domestic labor. He declined to list his specific objections to Goodlett's bill, but he said it would drive down wages. He said, we don't need lower wages. We need higher wages and better benefits. We don't get that from more labor supply. You get that from less labor supply. A spokesman for the House committee said in an email that Goodlatte, quote, looks forward to bringing the bill up for consideration soon. House OK's budget with $10 billion farm cut. The House passed a fiscal 18 budget resolution yesterday that would require a $10 billion cut in agriculture spending. But as we reported earlier this week, Chairman Conaway believes that the cut will disappear during negotiations with the Senate. The Senate version of the resolution would require no cut to the Farm Bill, and Conaway expects that to be the case in the final budget, a prediction he repeated in an audio clip released by his committee yesterday. Still, anti-poverty groups are keeping the pressure on lawmakers. We call on Congress to right this wrong and reject this budget, said Jim Wheel, president of the Food Research and Action Center. Wheat Group Rips Trade Policy The National Association of Wheat Growers and U.S. Wheat Associates say they are fed up with the Trump administration's insistence on renegotiating existing trade deals that are already benefiting U.S. ag sectors. The two groups, in a scathing statement yesterday, asked that the U.S. Trade Representative pivot away from efforts to renegotiate NAFTA and the U.S. Trade Pact with South Korea and begin focusing on new trade agreements with countries ripe for better trade relationships. Quoting the group, while we disagreed, the president made clear that he did not support the Trans-Pacific Partnership. We were promised a series of bilateral trade agreements and its place that the word of National Association of Wheat Growers CEO Chandler Gould. He continued, USTR has limited resources. It's time to get past plowing the same fields and start opening ground to new markets. Right now we are standing around watching the world pass us by on trade agreements. Lawmakers pressing Canada on NAFTA. 
Cottaway is leading a group of House members who are heading to Ottawa to urge Canadian officials to agree to revisions in the North American Free Trade Agreement. Cottaway said, we're serious about getting this done, and we need our Canadian counterparts to understand that time is of the essence here. Also on the trip, Representatives Dave Rouser, a Republican of North Carolina, John Faso, Democrat of New York, Ted Yoho, Republican of Florida, and Kurt Schrader, a Democrat of Oregon. Northey, Ibaugh, ease through confirmation hearing. Bill Northey and Greg Ibaugh are on track to take their place at the Department of Agriculture later this month. Northey and Ibaugh had no trouble checking all the boxes at a quick confirmation hearing before the Senate Agriculture Committee yesterday. Northey stressed the importance of providing risk management tools to all producers and of using conservation programs to address water quality problems. Ibaugh pledged to protect the National Organic Program and fight animal and plant diseases. Neither nominee would commit specifically to policy positions. No surprise there. But the nominees did get a sense of the senator's particular priorities, which include increasing enrollment in the Conservation Reserve Program. Clovis, still hanging. Two more USDA nominations are still pending, that of Sam Clovis to be Undersecretary for Research and Stephen Vaden to be General Counsel. The committee's ranking Democrat, Debbie Stabenow, Democrat of Michigan, tells AgriPulse that the Clovis nomination will provoke, quote, a huge fight if he doesn't withdraw. Clovis is under fire for comments he made as a radio talk show host in Iowa. EPA hears from senators on RFS. Some 38 senators are calling on EPA to increase the proposed biofuel mandates for 2018. In a letter to Administrator Scott Pruitt, the senators say the agency's proposed rule unjustifiably flatlines biomass-based diesel, reduces advanced biofuels, and reduces the cellulosic biofuel blending target by about 25%. The senators also expressed concern that a notice of data availability the agency published last month would lead to lowering the mandates by the amount of imported biofuel while still allowing the foreign product to generate compliance credits. The senators also cited reports that U.S.-made fuels could count toward meeting the RFS targets. The senators say... Taken together, these actions would reduce renewable fuel blending in the U.S. and create uncertainty for producers. Here's today's He Said It. If your living room were full of people sitting on the couch, would you hire a housekeeper? That Representative Steve King, Republican of Iowa, saying that there are plenty of unemployed American citizens to fill the need for agricultural labor. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, October 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod Watkinson Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.